what we did is we had a Menon Emilia on Ayin Gimel Amad Aleph, where the Gemara, we brought the Brisa that, that um, you're, allowed to, you're allowed to intervene to stop a, 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 a Rodef after Naira Marosa, a Rodef after Mishkav Zohar, a Rodef after all Chayve Misos Bezdin, a Rodef after all Chayve Krisus, again, uh, Arias with Pagan, but you're not allowed to be intervene with a Kohen Gadol Lalmana and a Kohen Hedyo to a Grusha Chlutza because those are Chayve Lavid. And you cannot intervene, even though they're Arias with a Pagam, since the punishment, since the crime is only a Chayve Lavin crime, only in quotation marks, it's only a Chayve Lavin crime, so therefore you're not allowed to intervene. And the Gemara, and, right, and the Gemara wants to know, uh, and then the Gemara has a couple of other examples, Nadavera. The Gemara wants to know, Menonimili, what is your source? So the Gemara brings the extra phrase, since the Pasuk says, Lanara losase davar, right, ki tzaka ein moshi Allah, so from that alone, I already know that the Naira HaMeurasa isn't going to be executed. So why do I need the words, Ein La Naira Maves? Those are completely extra. So therefore, says the Gemara, those extra words are teaching me an expansion of the din of Ein Moshiala. The din of Ein Moshiala is what teaches me that I'm allowed to intervene. Hayesh Moshiala Matzilin. But where am I allowed to be Matzil? So the word na'ar, as it's written, teaches me mishkav zacher. Na'ra teaches me uh, na'ra murasa. Chait teaches me chayve krisus. And maves teaches me chayve misus bezdin. Said the Gemara at the top of the page. Let's just pick it up on Ayn Gimel Amad Amud Bez at the top. Um, let's do the third line. Kosav Rahmana chait. I kosav rachmana chait. Havyamina afilu chayve lavin. I'm at the top of the... So I would have extended the intervention even to Chayvei Lavin if it would have just said Chait. So it said Chait Mav. So it had to say Chait Maves. Mises Bezdin and Kares without Lavin. So says the Gemara. So then just write Maves. Because of Rahmana Maves, have I mean a Chayvei Mises Bezdin in Chayvei Pieces Low? Remember, we're moving off the default. The default is you're not allowed to intervene at all. So you need Chidushim. What gives me the right to intervene? So if I have extra words, every time I have an extra word, I will move a little more off the default. If I would have only had maves without chait, I would have said you can intervene in chayve misus bezdin, which both naira murasa and mishkav zacher are. And, but, and so we would have said nar, nara maves. And then I would have allowed to intervene for chayve misus, but not chayve krisus. So therefore, Chayvei Krisus based in Chayvei Krisus low cause of Rachmana Chait. Licht of Rachmana Chait Moves, the low boy Nar Venara. And this is where we left off last time. So basically then, right, it should have just said, Ein Chait Moves. There's no Krisus, there's no Chait Moves, those are extra Chait Moves, to expand what I'm allowed to do to Chayvei Misus and Chayvei Krisus. And says the Gemara, you're right, Enochinami. So then, why did it write Nar Nara? So I've got to learn something else because Chait Mavis teaches me that I can extend it to all Chayve Mises Bezdin and all Chayve Krisus. So that includes Nara Murasa and Mishkav Zohar. So the words Nar Nara are completely extra. They're going to teach me something else. Chadlim Ute Avodos Kochavim. So if I would have Misa and Mav and Krisus, 
my default would have been, well, not my default, you'll see in a minute, but the limud would have been that I can extend it to Avodah Zarah. Now, what happened? I, Avodah Zarah, is not Arias with Pigam. So Rashi tells you, take a look at Rashi. Rashi is going to anticipate what we're going to say in the future, and I'll, I'll fill it in for you. So the Rashi says, uh, where is it here? Chad, it's the first narrow line of Rashi. Chad amino without a special exclusion. I would have said The Gemara later is going to make a kalvachomer if you're allowed to intervene to prevent pigam for a human being, and that's the arayas with pigam nairamurosa zochar etc. So if I can stop, I can intervene to stop an Avera that has pigam of a human being. Again, with Chayvei Misos, Kalvachomer, I can intervene to make, uh, to stop a, a pigam for HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That's Avodah So therefore you needed a, an exclusion, no Avodah Zarah. V'chad lima'ute behema v'shabas. And the other one I need to exclude behema in Shabbos, Rashi is going to tell us that really the exclusion is behema. Because behemah is arayos without pigam, and there once you've eliminated avodah zara, there's no default that you should be allowed to intervene for shabbos. And but we're going to see in the gemara later. Okay, well let's see. Well, I, the truth is, let's see it right now, and then we'll fill in all the blanks. So then, why do I? What am I going to use naar for? I know that I need to exclude behemah because it's arayos, but without pigam, so I need to exclude it. But now that you know that you are allowed to intervene for Avodah Zarah with that Kalvachomer, so then why, what am I going to use the extra word for? Why do I need something? I know why I had a default to, to, to intervene for, for Behemah, but why would I have a default to intervene for Shabbos? It's not Pagam, it's not Avodah Zarah, it's not, not, not Arayas, it's nothing. Shabbos, that this is what the Gemara is going to say, is that, let's see Rashi, Rashi, Rashi elaborates on it. Um, let's see the whole Rashi. So what does it mean? We're going back to the basic limud, where one is to, to exclude Avodah Zarah, and one is to exclude Behema and Shabbos. Says Rashi, and why do I need a Pusik for Shabbos? Says Rashi, Shabbos, Shabbos is really just mentioned because since we mentioned it here. But I never need, I don't really need a Pusik uh, to eliminate Shabbos if, you don't, if, you've, if you've already eliminated Avodah Zarah. Because the whole source for even having a default for Shabbos is only because I'm going to compare Shabbos to Avodah Zarah. And in the event that you're allowed to intervene for Avodah Zarah, I would have then made a Gzera Shava Chilul Chilul. Rashi is going to say, Dekivan de Amete Me'avodah Zarachavim, Mechatesa Shabbos. Halo Salkadait, and the only reason I have a default to, a, to, to include Shabbos, Le'asuye Shabbos, is only Bechilul Chilul Me'avodah Zarachavim. Kilul Lekaman. De Rabbi Shimon Lekamanu. But once you've but if you have a pasuk to eliminate avodah zara, then you have no default for shabbos. But if I will include avodah zara, 
So once Avodah is included, maybe I should extend the intervention from Avodah to Shabbos because there's a Gzairah Shava, Chil, Chil, by Avodah to Shabbos. Therefore, I need a Pasuk to eliminate Shabbos if I include Avodah Okay? So that's the Gemara. Salkadaita Chamina Teishish Teite Shabbos Mechil, Chil, Me'avodah Kachavit. But now we have another problem. The Rebbe Lazar, Rebbe Shimon, the Amar, yes, we intervene. Yes, He holds you do you do save. So Michael Amar, why do I need two limudim nar nara? So the terrorist is behema. I need one word to exclude behema, and that's going to be nar. The I need nara. Since it wrote it in Nar, we're going to pronounce it Nara, meaning that there's really only one limud there built into the Nar Nar. Uh, a little, that's, going to, that's what he's going to have to say. So we only have one limud, and we learned that Behema because it's Gilei Arayos. Uh, and in fact, you aren't going to intervene both for Shabbat, for Avodah Zarah, and for Shabbos. Okay, so that's where we got up to. That that's basically takes care of that Gemara. I want to go back now, unless there's any questions. Any questions on that till now? I want to go back for and see the Ran, but we're going to just to see the Ran, we're going to just see a quick little tosis that we saw, and the Ran's going to elaborate on it. So if you want to go back, let's go back now to Ayin Gimel Amadala for a minute. <laughs> and we said, um, where do we want to pick it up? Um, yeah, so we had a Hekesh. Um, we're learning that I'm in the Tosos Okay, that we, 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 we need some kind of a Limud, we need Psukim to teach us that you're allowed to intervene to kill a Rotseach. That's basically what the Gemara is going through the whole, the whole rigmarole of of Balalameh and Salameh, all right, that just like a Nara Morosa, Nitin Latzila Benafsho, we're going to export that to Rotseach. It says Tosvos. Did we do this Tosvos in Tomar, Hukah, Mehukah, Kalatam? Now, this is a, this, this is a one-line Tosvos. It's a huge kasha. We, we learned by, we learned by, um, uh, by uh, Boba Machteris. Do you remember if you go back to the Gemara, that not only is the Balabai allowed to kill, but it says anybody can kill. Right. So it says Tosos, if everybody can kill, I don't need any other Pasuk to teach me that you can kill a Rodeth. Says Tosos, Hasam Rishus. See, when it says Vuhuka, it gives Rishus. So once I have Rishus, and now you're telling me again, ain't Moshiach Allah, ha'yesh Moshiach b'chol davar, hashmin inkrod de'ain lo damin, that you're allowed to do it. Aval hacha, kamashulon d'chov v'lahatzil. So here we get to the idea, and we, 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 got, we got to this from a few different directions. Okay, we got to it also, we got to it, we got to the chiyuv, if you remember, from the fact that it says, menayin um, l'roi chavero. That he's drowning, that you that you have to see, you have to save him. 
because of the of the tupsukim, right? Because of the tupsukim of losam al damreecha. Okay, and also the Gemara then said uh, uh, about the gufa that that you have to that you that you avedas uh, gufa avedas gufa menala and it became a chiyuv. So once I know that I have a chiyuv to save your goof, so that already tells me that I have to save the Naira Murasa by beating the guy up. So a Moshiach must tell me more than that. That's, if you remember, that's how we got to chiyuv according to Rashi. Tosa says I get to chiyuv because of a hookah. Hukah tells me Rishus, the 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 road of must be a chiyuv. Let's see the Ran, how the Ran deals with that. So I hope you guys can follow on the Ran. It's on the chat, and it was on the WhatsApp. Let's see how the Ran. The Ran has some a little bit more. He he elaborates on this a little more. All right, the Ran starts v'chimalo madnu mirotzeach. Everybody see that? Is everybody with me? I think that's where it starts, isn't it? I mean, that's where I started, didn't I? Oh, no, I, uh, did I give you more? Yeah. All right, you got to pick it up. Oh, I'm sorry, I, I, I put in too much. Um, it starts with Gemara v'chimala madnumi rotzeach. Okay, in the, in, the, in the chat, it's where the, where the line breaks in the middle. It starts Gemara v'chimala madnumi rotzeach. Okay, I think that on the WhatsApp, I only put that in, but here in the chat, I did more. Okay, so again, we're we're back in the question of right ish ehu or nefesh. So says the Gemara Says Rashi. Says the Ran. Let's see. Understand what's the problem? Kolomer malo madnu mirotzeach linaira hameurasa shehu omer kemishpat harotzeach kain mishpat hadover hazet. What does the Pasuk say? The Pasuk says, La Nara lo Ki kasher yakum ish al reyehu Uritzacho nefesh Kain hadavar hazeh Just like when Ruven gets up to kill Shimon, that is the same thing that's happening here where Ruven is trying to rape the Naira Meurasa. Well, what is that teaching me? What am I learning? What new information am I importing from the Din of Rotzeach? The Pasuk sounds like, just like the murder victim is an anus, he's a victim, so the woman is also a victim. That's what it sounds like it's trying to teach me. Just like a murder victim is a victim, so the woman is a victim. So he says, that can't be, because do I need this example? of the woman being like a murder victim? We already said that the woman is a victim because there's nobody to save her. So it can't be to tell me that she's a victim. Ella, so it must be that since it's not telling me anything new about Naira Amurasa that I'm importing from Rotseach, therefore Hare Balila made made. It looks like it's coming to, Rotzech is coming to teach, but in fact, Rotzech is coming to learn something, and the Ran adds, made. In other words, it's not a one-way street. 
but it's not only is it coming to teach, because it's clearly the structure of the Pasuk is that it's coming to teach. So clearly Rotech is teaching me something, but the Kiddush is that it's also coming to learn something from Naira. The Marotzeach Yearig Val Yavor, Afnaira Murasa, Tereg Val Tavor, as we're going to learn later. So there's a bilateral limud that Rotzech is both a teacher and a student. Right? So it's we're, we're, it's teaching me, it's learning that you can be, I'm sorry, it's teach, it's learning. Um, uh, yeah, uh, it's learn, I'm sorry, it's teaching Yavor, Yeharek Val Yavor. That's what we know. We're going to know that later about Rotseach, that when somebody is, thre- is, is threatened, his life is being threatened to kill in order to save his life. Your default is Vachai Bohem, that I'm allowed to give up, I'm allowed to violate any Torah prohibition in order to save my life. So the, but, but, in, but in murder, it's different. And we know that by Rotseach. We don't know that by anything else. We know by Rotseach, Yeh, Val Yavor, and we'll figure out later how we know that. That's going to be exported to Naira Murasa, that she's all, that, that Gilu Yarayos is also Yeh, Val Yavor. Uman Naira Nitin Latzila Benafsho, Af Rotseach, so the way it's working bilaterally is that even though it sounds like Rotech is teaching me about Naira Murasa, it's really also learning something from Naira Murasa. What am I learning from Naira Murasa? Because your default was you can't intervene to save the victim from the murder. And the Kiddush is you can. We'll have to see why. All right, and but it's also telling me that there's a Yearig Val Yavor on Gilearites. Okay, so that's that again, part of this we're going to see later on the next on the next daf. The im tomar. Here we're getting into something like the Rashi and the Tosos. Lama Itzrich Lirot Seach Lemelef Minaira Amurosa Latzilo Benavsho. Why do I need to learn from Rotseach? I'm sorry, why do I need to teach about a Rotseach being from Naira Amiurosa? That's what the Gemara is saying. I have an explicit pasuk to let me kill the Rodeth without learning from Naira Amiurosa. Where do I have it? The Hainu Boba Machteres. So I have a pasuk v'huka that not only can the not only can the balabayit kill the baba machteres, but even the bystander. So if I know that a bystander can kill the baba machteres because he's a rodeth, I know everything I need to know. So why do I need to learn anything from Naira Murasa? Vim Kane, hey Matzilin Abala Bayit Miyara Ganov, Benafsha Shoganov. Lafishahu Rodev. So this is basically Tosis' Kasha. Everybody see? Everybody is on the Kasha. You're learning, your, your default was that you can't kill the Rodev Achar Chavero Largo. I needed Naira Murasa with a Bala Lamid Vinim Saluma. I had to get a a bilateral limud 
to teach me that just like by Naira Murasa, which I, is a big finish, I can intervene to kill the Rodef, Ein Moshi Allah. I'm going to export that because of Bolalamid Venim Salumat. I'm going to export that to Rodef. Says the Ran, I already know that from Baba Machteris. It's much more direct. Why do I need to make it so indirect? Everybody, that's basically, Tosas asked the same kasha, but the Ran makes it much more clear. Everybody understand the problem? Yeah. The Yeshlomar Dama Didarshina Mihu Vihuka Bechol Adam Hainu Lomar Shekol Adam Yecholim Lahargo Imirtsu Kemoshin Nitan Rishus Labalabayas Aval Einba Chiyuv Mitzvah Lahargo. You're allowed, you're, you're, you're being given permission. You're a bystander. If you want to kill the, Bala, the, the, the Baba Machteris in order to stop him from stealing and maybe killing the Balabai, you're allowed to. Aval hashda dialfina minaira meurasa. Osa le mitzvah mamish. Lirdof achar chavero lahorgo. She mitzvah laharoga rodef ulhatzilan nirdof. So now it's becoming incumbent upon you to chase the rodef to stop him from doing the crime. It's not permission, but it's a chiyuv. Everybody understand the, the ter- basically it's Tosis's terrors, more elaborate, but now this opens the door for another kasha. So what do I now find out? That not only do I have permission to kill the Rodef to save the Nirdaf, but I'm a chuyev. So says the Rana Kasha, the Imtomar, Kivan Shemitzvahu Laharog Harodef, Kideshiyatzil Hanirdaf, Lomali Kro de Losamar al Damrecha. So wait a minute. So now I'm allowed to kill the Rodev to save the Nirdaf. So when you see a guy drowning, oh, ah, I'm not to, to work to save your life. I was to kill somebody who's threatening your life, but to work hard to save your life, I'm not That makes no sense, says the Ram. So why do I need a Pasuk now of of uh, of Los Amar al Damarech, Yesh Lomer Nimikra Denitan Latzilo Benafsho, Lo Shaminan Ela Bemisha Baru. Listen to the Ram's going to make a very subtle distinction here. It's going to be tricky in, in the Lamaisa. Demikra Denitan Latzilo Benafsho, Lo Shaminan Ela Bemisha Baru Lo Kashemesh Shehu Rotzela Hargo. You're only allowed to intervene when you know for sure that the Rodif is out there. If, the, if you don't do anything, the Rodif will kill the Nirav. Then you're, then you're allowed and Mitsuga to kill the Rodif. So from that, I could only generate a case where the guy is absolutely for sure going to drown. If he's for sure drowning, you are Mechuyiv to save him, just like you're Mechuyiv to kill the Rodif. But what happens if he's not so sure he's going to drown? Not, not so obvious. Aval al-Safek? So al-Safek, you're not allowed to kill the Rodef. You're not sure what's going to happen. You're not sure that the near life is in danger. You're certainly not allowed to kill the Rodef. So maybe I'm not Mechuyiv now to work hard to save the guy who's drowning because it's not sure he's going to drown. 
Therefore, Shamina Midi, Allah Safek, Lo Shamina Midi, Shumochi Osakrad, the Lotaman Al Damariacha, Lomar, Shumitsuva Litroach, Afala Safek. Okay, so what the way the Ron's putting the pieces together <coughs> is that Lo Saman Al Damariacha tells you that if it's not sure what the results are going to be, you're Machuyev to work hard to save it. That's a Chiyuv when, when, he's, when he's in Suffolk danger. But when the Rodef is being Rodef Acharad Nirdaf, and it's not clear that the Nirdaf's life is in danger, you're Machuyev to intervene, but not kill. You're Machuyev to intervene, but you're not allowed to kill. Okay, so that, that's basically what, we're, what our conclusion is at this point. Any questions on that? So how, how is that? How is that different from what our understanding was before we read this run regarding the scope of the of of the Al Tamar Damriyacha? What was what was the what was the now regarding that pasuk that we didn't know before? That's a good question. I think that according to the run, you would read what we're really learning is the opposite. We're learning that you're not allowed to kill the Rodef unless it's absolutely sure that the Nirdaf's life is in danger. See, I would have thought that Rodef Achachaber Lohargo, that's very unpredictable what's going to end up happening. Okay? So what it says is you're not allowed to kill. You, you can intervene, but you're not allowed to kill. And that, that's going to be a little bit relevant. I'm, I'm not sure we want to get into it because it's a little, it's a sidetrack. But when, when, um, but certainly when you when it says Yesh Moshia, in other words, if you go back to Yesh Moshia, what did Rashi say? That there's a Moshia, that by the time you get to the road if to kill him, there's going to be an alternative way to save. But you know what? It's also going to open up the door for the question that we're going to deal with now in the Rosh. And maybe we'll just have a quick peek at the Gemara before we see the Rosh. There's a road if, And he's definitely, if you don't intervene, he's definitely going to kill the Nirdaf. Okay. Am I allowed to kill him if I have other alternative means of stopping him? If I can break his legs? The Chorah, you, you, don't, you don't need to do more than what's necessary. Are you so, are you so sure? No, not at all so sure. But what I've been waiting to ask is, is let's say, let's say, uh, let's say there's a, there's, there's a, a Rodef and you come along to stop him. And you bash him on the head with a shovel, and you're trying to knock him unconscious, but you actually uh, cause a cerebral hemorrhage, and the guy dies. Okay. So you had no kavana to kill him. Your kavana was to disable him, but you ended up killing him, and you ca- and you killed him with what would normally be understood could be a lethal blow in other circumstances. What, was there a way to save him by breaking his legs? That's my first question. I don't know. Let's say yes. Let's say no. I mean, let's run. Well, if no, if no, the only way was him over the head, right? And and now it might kill him. It might not. So then, then that's not called nitel lahatzel But you know, let's see the Gemara. I just want to point out that we 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 titled this whole set of shirim the Castle Doctrine. Okay, so the Castle Doctrine. Those are the lawyers who had studied law in law school. Came from the law in Texas. Texas has a very extreme law. If anybody uh, invades your private property without permission and uninvited, you're allowed to shoot him and kill him. Well, we we saw that there was a certain sheet that understood Abalabach Terrace 
that it applies not only in the house, but even outside the house. Yeah, but that's only, that's only, again, that's if it's a suffix, whether he's there to kill you or not. There had to be a suffix. He has to be at least a suffix. If it's Borah Kashem, said he's not there to kill you, you're not allowed to kill him. In the castle doctrine in Texas, if he's, if he, if he enters your house uninvited in any threatening way, you're not required to shoot him in the leg. You're not required to break his legs. It's, it's amazing. You're allowed to kill him. That's the castle doctrine in Texas. It's the most extreme law in the United States. Wait, no. Yaakov, you're, 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 uh, you're muted. Even more in Texas, you don't even have to know he's a Ghana. No, I say that. I did say I said. He's coming to your house uninvited. Yes, uninvited. He, 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 he infringed on your private house uninvited. You can kill him. Okay, so that's certainly not according to halacha. And most other states don't do that. Uh, but on the other hand, the other states have it the opposite direction. There's something called, um, I've got it written down here, uh, the, the, the duty to retreat. The duty to retreat. If somebody invades your house and it's dangerous, he's in a life-threatening situation. In many states, the law is your first responsibility is to retreat, duty to retreat. Only if you can't retreat, then you're allowed to defend yourself with, with whatever force is necessary. In halacha, there's no duty to retreat. All right? There's no duty to retreat. Okay? And that's why that's we, we, there's obviously no duty to retreat because that's what gives you the right to kill. That's what gives you the right to kill the Baba Machteris is because you could hide under the bed. You could hide under the bed and then there's no life-threatening situation. But since he's Baal, et cetera, et cetera. What we're going to do, and we made this distinction, and we're going to make it even sharper in a few minutes, either today or next time, the difference between Habala Hargacha Hashkem Lahargo, which is clearly only relevant to the Balabai vis-a-vis the Baba Machteret, and a Rodef, which is really relevant to the bystander who considers the Baba Machteret a Rodef. Okay? So... Let's, I have I a more see. just. I have a quickie, trivial question, which was, I think, in the Ron, we just learned from Nara Merosa that because you're because you're um, to kill the guy who's Rodef Achareha, then we can learn from that to to the to the person who's Rodef Lirtzoach. Lirtzoach, but only that's what that's what the Ron adds because of the of the Lotzamar al Damreacha. Only when it's for sure that the that the that the that the life is in, in danger. So how how do we learn though that in the case of Nara Murasa that you could mechuyev to kill him as opposed to just nitan lahati lovenaf show? Okay, who can answer? That's a great question. You got to put all the run all the pieces of the run together. Repeat your question, Yaakov, so that I want to hear if anybody else can figure out how to put the pieces together. How did we know malachatchila that? In the case of Nara Mirosa, you're Mechuyev to kill as opposed to just being Nitan Lahati Lobanafsho. Everybody hear the question? Maybe we need to go back and see. The Ron says that explicitly. The Ron says explicitly the answer to that question. That, that's the Ran again. Let, see it again in the Ran, the Im Tomar. It's the Im Tomar Ran. Im Tomar, Lama Yitzchrich Lerotzeich, Lamelef Minayra Murasa, Lhatzil Benafsho Berotzeich, Bufei, 
we have the we have the pasuk of Baba Machteres. So it, it works. It starts like this: Baba Machteres, the hook of a mace, gives the bystander permission to kill the relative. Okay. So, but so what am I? What am I learning more? The fact that I'm exporting something from Naira Murosa to Rotzeach to teach me something is an indication that by the Naira Murosa it's a chiyuv, and I'm exporting the chiyuv. What are you? You're asking how do I know by Naira Murosa it's a chiyuv? I guess because it says Ein Moshiach Hayesh Moshiach, so Moshiach Bechol Dover. Again, that, but you're right. That, that's that's so Rashi would answer that question. By saying, I already know from Losaman al Damriacha that there's Rishus to break his legs. Okay? So there's got to be more to it than just breaking his legs. But the Ran is coming, Ran and Tosas come at it from the, uh, uh, the other direction. Okay? All right. So now I want to skip here before we see the Rosh. We're going to skip here to the Gemara on the top of Ayan Dalit Amad Aleph. Because the, the Gemara leading up, it's very nice, and I suggest you learn, learn it on your own, but it's going to sidetrack us from our main topic. And that's that's the third line, the Tanya. Okay, do you see the third line on Ayan Dalar Amanal of the Tanya? Rabbi Yonason ben Shaul Omer, Rodev, Shahaya Rodev Achachavera Lahorgo, Viyachol Lahatsilo, Beechad Meivarov, Velohitsil. So Reuben's running after Shimon to kill him. And Levi, the bystander, is looking on, and he can stop Reuben from killing Shimon by breaking his legs. And clear, Reuben's running after Shimon to kill him. But instead, Reuben, instead Levi kills Reuben. Says Rabbi Yonison ben Shaul, Neheraga Allah. He is executed. Whoa. Says Rashi. V'yochol, everybody see the Rashi, V'yochol. It's the end of the second line. V'yochol hanirdaf, oharo ehu, lahatzil be'echad me'erorov, v'lo hitzil, ela b'nafsho. Now there is a very important word in that Rashi that shocks me, and it should shock you. Who is required if he could? What does it say in this Rashi? Even the Nirdaf. Even the Nirdaf. Wow. So that pulls us back to Baba Machteris. Because the, the Baba Machteris is a Nirdaf, isn't he? Well, the, the household, the house owner. I'm sorry, I meant I meant, I meant the Balabayat. I'm sorry, I misspoke. The Balabayat, isn't he a Nirdaf? Yeah. Well, that the is case that, here is a this is doesn't a, have the uh bias. I'm sorry, what? The, there's a big difference in their cases. One's in public, one's in the in the bias. One's the Machteras and one's you know. Let Isn't me that ask you important no, difference? No, no. But, uh, the question is when Rashi says near death, does that also apply to the Baba Machter, to the Balabite and a Baba Machteris? Oh, I was hearing that. But I, well, well, I don't have a reason for that. Is the Baba Machteris subject to being killed by the Balabite 
because the Bala Bayit is a nirdaf? Didn't we state that the reason why he could be killed is because he's a near? Excellent. He assumes that he will be a near dot if he challenges him. Wait, no. Where did we ever bring in the idea of Rodef? Where did we ever bring in the idea that the, that the Baba Akhers is a Rodef? If he's coming at night, he's assumed that he would. Nope. Nope. We didn't mention the word Rodef until we needed to explain why. Help me finish the sentence, Rabosai. If you really are following the sugya, we never mentioned the word rodef to apply it to the baba machteret until we needed to justify. Okay, let me show you the difference. Let's go back. This is this this is very important. Halacha Okay, I mean, hopefully it'll never be Allah Halamaisa. But let's go back to the beginning of our sugya. This Rashi reflects something very important on our sugya. So on Ayan Bays, go back to the very beginning. What did we say? My time at the Machteras. Where are you exactly? The Mamish at the beginning of the Gemara on Ayan Bays. The first section in the Gemara. I want to show you guys how this, how the pieces fit together in a very surprising way. And how you have to be medaya carefully in every step to see how the how correctly how the pieces fit together. So my time at the machteres, right? And therefore, hatora amra imbala hargacha hashkein lahargo. So why is the balabayit allowed to kill the baba machteres? Because he's endangering your life. Is he a rodef? Did I say anything about him being a rodef yet? No. Here's the assumptions about the bala bias, not about the He's coming with lethal intentions. He's coming with lethal intentions. Ain lo domin. Ain lo domin. Now, by the way, is that a chiv or is that rishus? It's rishus. Is the Balabite to kill the Baba Machteris? No. The Balabite could hide under the bed. Right? It's just that since there's Chazok and Aromami Ratzmo, so the Ganav knows that and the Ganav is coming. So we have to worry that the Ganav has lethal intentions and the Torah is giving you permission for pre- a preemptive strike. So it really starts with the Balabite. See how circular it could be? Go ahead. It's the where the the starting point, although it's a circle, is the assumption about the Bala Bias's reaction. And if the person's still going to come, that means he's prepared for that reaction, which makes now him lethal, which he then gives permission lethal, to the Bala Bias to be lethal. He has lethal intentions. And therefore, only because the Bala Bias would be assumed oh, to have yes, lethal defense. But that's the reality. And th- that's the Chiddush. That's what Rav's Chiddush is. That there's a new lesson being taught here. Habar That's all. On the next page, we have a ribui. The hukah, the hukah, bechol adam. Third, li- third wide line. Third, fourth wide line. The hukah bechol adam. 
Why do I need a limud that anybody can kill the Boba Machteres? Because Salchadaita Chamina, my default was Balabayat who dekinle mamono. So the Balabayat's life might be threatened because he's not gonna he's he's gonna stand up to the Ganaf, and the Ganaf therefore would have lethal intentions, and therefore we activate Habalahargachem Largo. Aval Acher Lo, but the the neighbor, the neighbor is not the, the Ganav isn't coming to kill the neighbor. So let the neighbor not get involved. Right? That was our default. So the hookah teaches me that I am that I am relating to the Ganav not only as vis a the Balabayit, but I'm relating to him more severely as a rodef to open the door for the bystander. Now, what do you think? Do you think the bystander in a Boba Machteris has a chiv to kill or permission to kill? Permission. And can't he, if, if the Balabayit himself doesn't have a chiv, then certainly the bystander doesn't have a chiv. And that's exactly what it says, Ein lo domin. Ein lo domin. Ein lo domin sounds like permission. So even though the even though we are giving the bystander the right to kill the Baba Machteret because we're considering him a rodef, but he's not a rodef in the classic sense, and he's certainly not a, considered a we never considered him a rodef vis-a-vis the Balabayat. Are you following this? Now let's go back to what we have here. Now let's go back to our Gomorrah and Ayindalu. This Rashi is an amazing Rashi. And I must confess, I never picked this up. One of my colleagues in the base Medrash pointed it out. And it's an amazing, an amazing diuk in my opinion. So, Yochol hanirdaf oharo eho lahatzil neragalav. The real nirdaf, a real nirdaf, not a baba machteris, bolahargacha, but a real nirdaf is also required to be matzah varav. I don't think that's true necessarily with a Baba Machteris, because a Baba Machteris, it says Ein Lodamin. So the Baba Machteris is an Ein Lodamin vis-a-vis the Balabayit, and then there's no requirement of Echad varav. But for the bystander, not only does the bystander not have a chiv to kill, but he has a limitation to kill only if he can't be matzah be'echad varav. But a real nirdaf, a real nirdaf, also has a chiyav of echameh You guys see where that what we're saying here is that the nirdaf has a chiyav of echameh but I don't think that the that the baba machteres has a chiyav of echameh because it's a different system. It's a system of ba, of a balaharga chashkem laharga. Because I'll tell you like this: because if the if the if the balabayit had a chiyav to stop him with echameh when he could. There's another simple way to stop it. Hide under the bed. The fact that we're giving the Balabayat permission, ain't lo dumbing, and not saying hide under the bed, that shows that there's no requirement for the Balabayat to have Echad Meivarov. But once we introduce the idea of Rodef, then you have an Echad Meivarov. Okay? So now let's get back into Argomar. Rabbi Yonasim and Shalom wrote of Shayah, 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 wrote of Shay
v'yochel hatzilo be'echem me'varov, v'lo hitzil ne'ragalov. Well, my time is Rav Yerushim and Shaul. Remember, the Rodef has, uh, the Rodef, wh- why, once I'm intervening, wh- what's the source? I-, I think I need a source to limit the, 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 um, the bystander, the bystander's right for intervention. Remember, the Rodef at the end of the day is a, is a murderer. It's Nidan al-Shem Sofo. Once he did that, why do I have to, why can't I just kill him? Why can't I kill him? So we need a source for that. Once you gave permission for intervention preemptively, remember this is preemptive. So the, the Rodef didn't kill, do any crime yet. And I'm yet executing him. So I need a source to say, well, it's the execution is the last resort. It's not just, he's not an Elo Domin. It's, you got to stop him. Well, where's the source that if I could stop him with Echad Meivarov, that I'm going to be executed if I kill him? This is very tricky. This limud is very tricky. So you remember the Pasuk. This is the source of Kamle bin Rabamine. And maybe you need to really have a, a, a Chumashmos in front of us, right? When the Pasuk says, V'chi natsu anashim, two people are fighting. V'nagfu ishahara v'yatsu yiladeha. So two people are fighting and they accidentally hit a pregnant woman. They were fighting with each other. Reuben and Shimon are fighting. Right? So she wasn't the, the target. She was collateral damage. All right? And she aborted the fetuses. She aborted the pregnancy. So what does it say? If there is no capital crime, no capital punishment, then they have to pay. The person who caused the miscarriage has to pay. But if there was death, then the nasata nefesh tachas nefesh. And the only time there's onoshianish to pay is when there's no capital crime. But if there's capital crime, then you don't pay, you get executed or something else. Okay, so again, we got the picture. Reuven and Shimon are fighting. They accidentally hit, I'm sorry, they accidentally hit Leah. She miscarries. If the literal shot is if Leah lives, they have to pay. If Leah dies, they don't have to pay. That's the literal translation. Because Eno Mesu Mishali. But says Rabbi Elazar, you know what the scenario is? The scenario has to be b'matsus shebemisa hakosov medaber. What kind of altercation do we have here? Do we have an altercation between Ruven and Shimon where they're trying to kill each other or they're just trying to break each other's legs? Well, if they're only trying to break each other's legs and there's no intention whatsoever to kill, so then if, the, if by accident the woman gets killed, that's not, there's no nefesh tachas nefesh there. So it's got to be, says Rebbe Lazar, that we're talking about a matzah shebemisa, meaning they are involved in a fight to the death, a duel to the death. So Reuven wants to kill Shimon, Shimon wants to kill Reuven. And by accident, they damage Leah. Well, if Reuven wants to kill Shimon and or Shimon wants to kill Reuven, and one of them accidentally damages Leah, is Reuven a rodeo? He's not a rodef against Leah. He's a rodef against Shimon. 
if it's a matzus Sheba Misa, so Ruven, who accidentally killed Leah, or accidentally caused damage and didn't kill Leah, just caused a miscarriage. In either case, Ruven is a Rodef. If Ruven's a Rodef, well, what do we know about a Rodef who along the way causes monetary damage? Let's go back to our Mishnah. What happens if the Boba Makhteret caused monetary damage in the Makhteret? I think if he was on the way in. If he's in the Makhteret, and while he's in the Makhteret, he causes monetary damage. What does it say in the Mishnah? Potter. He's Potter. Why is he Potter? Because he's uh, he, he doesn't exist. He's dead. Because he, since he can be killed, he's basically a no umishalem. He has a status of a walking dead man, and therefore he doesn't have to pay. Well, if Reuven is trying to kill Shimon in the Matzah Shibamisa, so he's a rodeth, and he causes monetary damage to Leah, should he have to pay or not? Not. He shouldn't have to pay because. He's subject to being executed by the bystander. And yet it says, in lo ason, meaning if Leah doesn't die, Leah is only damaged. Anoshianish. Reuven has to pay. Follow this inside. I want you guys to see where we're heading with this. So it says like this. The How do I know that I'm talking about a, um, a, a, um, a, a, an, an altercation where the intention is kill, so it says that if Reuven accidentally kills Leah, he's going to be executed. Well, that can only happen if he wanted to kill Shimon and he killed Leah. We can talk about it. He could be chayv. But if they were, he was just trying to break Reuven's, Shimon's legs, and by accident he killed Leah, that's for sure there's no execution. That's a shogig. So therefore, it must be talking about a matzah shibamis. We got to be talking about Reuven trying to kill Shimon. Now that I know that it's a matzah shibamisa, Omar Rahmana, lo yeasom. If there's no, nobody dies. Nobody dies. So then, anoshionish. And Reuven has to pay. Well, wait a minute. He amred bishlama yochalatzil bechad beyavar of lo nitan latzilo benafsho. If you're going to assume that a Rodev who could be saved without killing him, but just by breaking his legs, this works. Ruven is a Rodev, but the bystander could break his legs and stop him. So then, even though Ruven is a Rodev, he's not really a walking dead man because he can, he can stop by breaking his legs. And therefore, if he damages Leah, he's going to be chayef to pay. If you have, a, if you postulate halachically that when Reuven is trying to kill Shimon, the bystander can stop him by breaking his legs. So then, if the bystander didn't break his legs, but Reuven was trying to kill Shimon and he accidentally caused monetary damage to Leah, since he wasn't subject to execution because the bystander could break his legs, now I understand why he has to pay, but he amrit but if you say that the bystander, even when he could break Ruven's legs to stop him, he's allowed to kill Ruven with impunity. So how could, how could Ruven ever be chayef to pay money 
since he is a walking dead man, in quotation marks, he is liable for being killed. The bystander can kill him, doesn't have to break his legs, he can kill him. So therefore this Ruvain is subject to execution. So how come he has to pay, how, how could he ever have to pay Leah? It must be that there's a scenario where he wasn't, where you could stop him without killing him. That's the proof that a Rodef, you have to do that and you can't kill him. I'm going to stop there and see if you guys have a question. This is tricky, but it's quite, if you think carefully, it's a very nice, compelling proof. Go ahead. What about the Nirdoff? I mean, if, if we just said a second ago, according to Rashi, the Nirdoff can kill him, then he always was subject to being killed because the, oh, the Shimon, oh, the other oh, guy. Not if the Nirdoff could stop him by breaking his legs. Also, well, if the Nirdoff has a chiyuv to stop him by breaking his legs. Not, not a chiyuv. He, just he, like, he's, he, he's, his, his limitation on, on stopping the Rodev is to break his legs. So then the Rodev is not anymore a walking dead man. In a scenario, what we're saying like this, anytime the Rodev has, if anytime the Rodev can be killed, then he can't pay, he does, he has no, you can't make him pay money to lay. So isn't the underlying assumption there that both the, the restriction that you have to try to break the guy's legs first before you're allowed to kill him applies to both the near duff and the bystander. Which is exactly what Rashi said. That's exactly what Rashi said. All I'm saying is that's only talking about a real Nirdaf and not a Baba Machteris. The Baba Machteris, I think, I'd like to say that since the Baba Machteris is a different system than Rodef, that the Baba Machteris doesn't have that limitation of Nitin Lazov Echad Mevarov. Also, this is kind of from out in left field, but like, uh, because we haven't seen anything about this anywhere yet. But I mean, maybe the fact that they're both trying to kill each other uh, would change it too, because like Shimon's not really a near duff if he's trying to kill Ruvain also. Okay, so that, that's, you're opening the door for a whole nother discussion. Okay, because we could have a Rodef, who is Rodef after the near duff. And the Nirdaf, in defending himself, tries to kill the Rodef. So what's the status of that Nirdaf who's now trying to kill the Rodef? Well, why is that relevant? It's relevant only if the Nirdaf causes monetary rimmer. If the Rodef, while he's running after, if Ruvain, the Rodef, is running after Shimon to kill him, and along the way, Ruvain causes monetary damage, does Ruvain have to pay? We're going to see later and then the continuation of that Gamora, the answer is no. Because he's, 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 he's a dead man. But what if the Nirdaf is turning around and trying to kill Ruvain to save his own life, but he's trying to kill Ruvain to save his life, and he causes monetary damage? Well, see, this is very tricky. But in theory, when the Rodef is running after the Nirdaf, and then the Nirdaf turns around to try to kill the Rodef, is the Rodef allowed to defend himself? He's a would-be murderer. Ruben is running after Shimon to kill him. Shimon turns around, and he's going to try to kill Ruben. So now Ruben went from a Rodef to a Nirdaf. We're going to talk about that. that that's, that's very tricky. It's coming up. It's coming up. Okay? Anyway, so let's just see how the Gemara solves that problem and, and allows a Shita 
to say no, that even there is a shita that allows you to kill. It looks like it's a compelling proof. So, the, And that's really why the Gemara brought all this in. We didn't see the whole context. Dilma shiny hacha, demisa lezeva tashlumen leze loshna. See, there's one problem here. When there's ruve, when there's misa leze, the tashlumen leze. Okay? So when the rodeth, when the rodeth, so the misa is to the bystander. The bystander is allowed to kill him. The money is going to another to the woman. The woman wasn't involved in that. So it could be that when I have misa lezev and momon lezev, then we don't apply eno mesu mishalem. It's only when the misa and the momon come together in the same direction. The classic example is chilul Shabbos. You shoot an arrow where you're chayv misa to God, but you're really chayv misa to every Jew. And therefore, when you damage a Jewish money, that's called misa and momon to the same person. But if the misa is because of one person and the momon is for a completely different person, there is a shita that there is yes mesu mishalem. That you could have to you could have to pay because the person on the the person claiming the money is not the person that had anything to do with the misa. That's a that is a shita. All right, it's, we don't have time now for Rashi. Next time we're going to do is we'll see the Rashi's on this quickly and then go to the Rosh. Then we're going to go to the Rosh. And we did we we didn't see Rambam yet in in Hilchas. Uh, uh, so bring your Rambam Hilchas Rotzeach Rotzeach Shmiras Nefesh. Okay, we're, we're going to see the Rambam there. So bring the Gemara with the Rosh, and then we're going to go over to the Rambam.